We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Pack-A-Day podcast. I'm your host, Andy Herman. The pick is in. The round three selection is somebody that I had predicted to Green Bay in round two. It is Tucker Craft, the tight end out of South Dakota State. Friends, we are reaching pants-off, dance-off territory. Brian Gutekunst has done a masterful job on day two of the draft. For those of you who are looking for playmakers, he went out and he got playmakers. Tucker Craft at tight end, Luke Musgrave at tight end, Jaden Reed at wide receiver. And before we get into Tucker Craft really quick, I just want to say Brian Gutekunst and how he attacked a tight end position that was one of the deepest in years, waited until day two, and then got one of my favorite tight ends in the draft in Luke Musgrave, and what I thought was maybe the most underrated tight end in the draft in Tucker Craft, I think has been masterful by Brian Gutekunst. And that's what you want to do. When you have a position that is extremely deep with a ton of talent, this has been talked about as one of the deepest tight end classes in a long time, you attack it. You attack it aggressively. And I said before the draft, if there was ever a time, and I, I said the, the funny anecdote the other day of they don't have a tight end room. They don't have a tight end room. It was Josiah DeGuara, an H-back fullback. And then you're going to Tyler Davis after that. And then it's, you know, uh, a couple of flyers on, you know, some previous undrafted guys. And that was it. That's not a tight end room. But if ever there was a draft that you wanted to go into that you didn't have a tight end room, this was the draft. And they attack it aggressively by getting Tucker Craft and Luke Musgrave, both on day two of the draft. I'm going to stamp it 
right now, put it in ink. This is going to break the third round curse. Tucker Craft is going to do it. I'm putting it out there right now. I'm putting it into the universe. This is exactly the last thing that they needed at the tight end position, right? You've got your big receiving tight end in Luke Musgrave. You've got your H-back fullback in Josiah Deguara. You needed a true Y. You needed somebody who could line up in line and be your true overall blocking tight end. You can move a little bit. And the thing with Kraft is that you can use him in a variety of different ways. You can use him in line as a wide tight end. You can use him as a move tight end. You can use him as an H-back fullback. He did a little bit of everything with South, uh, uh, me, South Dakota State, but this is exactly what Green Bay needed. And now they have different flavors. And that is the theme of the day for Green Bay is they have all of these different flavors of players on their roster now, something they did not have at all going into this draft. You win, went in with basically no tight end, you had no slot wide receiver. You had no, you know, you lacked playmakers. Like you didn't go in with anything. Now you've got, and again, I want to be very clear here. This is not me saying all of these guys are going to turn out and they're going to have this amazing explosive offense in year one, but they have different flavors of players for the first time in a very long time with these weapons on offense and players that are going to develop together at the same time, at the same timeline. And that's what I really like about this. And you've got, again, your playmaking wide receiver in Christian Watson, your overall wide receiver, Romeo Dobbs, your slot now in Jaden Reed, your big tight end, yeah, receiving threat tight end in Luke Musgrave, your wide tight end in Tucker Craft, your H-back fullback in Josiah DeGuar, your power back in A.J. Dillon, your playmaking running back in Aaron Jones, and of course, your new quarterback in Jordan Love with a good offensive line ahead of them. They're probably going to you know, maybe draft a couple guys on day three here on the offensive line, but they, they have the depth that they need right now. They didn't need to attack that position aggressively. They're going to be just fine there. I have no idea if this is going to be a good offense. I have no idea if this is going to be a bad offense, but I'm excited about the different variety of players that they now have on this team. And that is in large part to what Brian Gudikins did on day two of the draft. Now, as far as Tucker Craft goes, 9.68 RAS guy, 22 years old. He'll be 23 in November. Hits all the athletic thresholds that they look for at tight end. He's a developing blocker. He's a developing route runner, but has extreme upside at both positions. Like I said, I think he can be your true wide tight end. I think you can use him as a blocker. I think he's going to get better and better as a blocker as time goes on. I think you're going to be able to use him as a receiving tight end. And like now you've got a real legitimate, you know, two tight end set in Tucker Craft and Luke Musgrave that you can develop over time. And who knows, you know, what the developmental curve for these tight ends are. It is the hardest, one of the hardest positions, and the quarterback's the hardest position, but uh, it is one of the hardest positions to learn in all of NFL because you have to learn the run blocking like an offensive lineman, the pass protection and blitz pickups like an offensive lineman, the route tree like a wide receiver, all the nuances that go into the route running and the releases at the line of scrimmage, all of the motions, all of the audibles, all of the protections. It's just, if you think like just learning the, the receiver stuff is hard, or you think just learning the offensive line stuff is hard, imagine being a tight end and you have to learn almost all of it. Um, again, all the checks, all the audibles, the language of the offense. This is a very, very tough position. But as far as talent goes, as far as playmaking goes, as far as upside goes, as far as athleticism goes, they got two of the best guys in this draft. Now, both Musgrave and Tucker Kraft have had some injury concerns. That's something that's going to be worth keeping an eye on. If both of these guys can stay on the field and develop together, there's a real chance that this can be a dynamic duo at tight end. How well they do? Can they stay healthy? Can they develop? Can they learn that tight end position? Those are all questions that are going to have to get answered, but these are really fun questions to be asking for the first time at tight end in a very long time. Tucker Craft is the best 
mix of all worlds. He gives you athleticism. He's young. He can be a blocker. He can be a receiver. He can be, like I said, a move piece. You can move them all around, but that was the missing piece that they really didn't have. Musgrave, not exactly your ideal inline tight end, although he'll play there some. Josiah DeGuara, not an ideal inline tight end at all. Tyler Davis can do that a little bit, but you're not hoping that Tyler Davis is playing 50, 60 snaps a game as an inline tight end. Nobody's you know, hoping for that at this point. This gives you a real legitimate inline tight end that Green Bay is going to be able to develop. And like I said, the thing that I'm so excited about is you've got the running back position is the only one that's not sort of developing on the same timeline now. You know, you've got Jordan Love, the three, you know, receivers, even Samari Toure, even a Bo Melton. Those guys are all around the same age. Tucker Craft, Luke Musgrave, you know, um, you know, all of them, right? Running back isn't. That's something that's probably going to need to get addressed either on day three of the draft or maybe next year. Um, offensive line, Elton Jenkins, theoretically Josh Myers and uh, Zach Tom. Uh, we'll see if they end up keeping John Runyon Jr., uh, but a lot of those guys, uh, even you know, we'll see what happens with Sean Ryan and some of the other guys like a Rashid Walker and a Caleb Jones and things like that. But you've got an offense now that all of those guys that I just mentioned are like, what, 24, 25 years old, or some of them obviously much younger, the guys that just got drafted, 23, 22. You've got a range there where this offense has the ability to develop together. Certainly some guys are going to succeed. Some guys are going to fail. That's part of the process. But I love that they are all on the same page, on the same wavelength. I'm sure Green Bay is going to probably attack uh, the veteran market here or there, maybe pick up a veteran wide receiver, tight end. I'm sure that's going to happen at some point. But like I said, I don't need uh, a couple of veteran wide receivers and tight ends sniping snaps from these guys that the only way they're going to improve and get better is by being out on the field and actually playing and go out and let them play, let them learn. And let's see if this group can, can go out and develop together on the same timeline. I am extremely excited about this offense. Like I said, we're reaching pants off, dance off territory of just fun players on day two of the draft. This has been my favorite day two of a draft maybe ever, but going out and getting two really fun tight ends with a playmaking slot receiver who can play outside, who can punt return, who has some playmaking ability. This is going to be fun for Green Bay. Not guaranteeing anything. Not guaranteeing any of these guys are going to work out. Some of them will certainly bust. That's just the name of the game. But they got variety. They got different flavors. They got different spice and variety is the spice of life. And that is exactly what I'm excited about with these playmakers for Green Bay. Kudos to Brian Gutekunst for seeing a position that had a ton of depth and a ton of like some of these guys de dead serious. Luke Musgrave, Tucker Craft. In a normal tight end class where you don't have a, like a deep tight end class like this, you could have easily had a situation where Luke Musgrave goes mid round one and Tucker Craft goes early round two dead serious. Like that, it's just the tight end group is so strong in this class that, you know, teams, uh, uh, you know, didn't attack it as aggressively. And some of these guys fell a bit further than they normally would. And it was, uh, I, I don't know if you would call it a market inefficiency, if you will, but Brian Gutekinds took advantage of it. And I love that he did that. It, like I said, it just makes all the sense in the world. And they sort of had to based on the tight end room, but the, the need fit the, you know, the board and, and exactly what they needed and exactly what was out there for talent at the position. So, Kudos to Brian Gutekinds for marrying those two together. I'm excited about the picks. I'll break it all down tomorrow in an all-new episode with all the second and third round picks uh, that Green Bay ultimately made. And then, of course, we'll have an all-new live show for you on Saturday afternoon, and we'll break it all down after that, pick by pick. Green Bay picked up some uh, additional draft capital on day two as well. We'll talk about that on tomorrow's episode. So make sure not to miss it. Very fun day two. We'll talk about it more soon. But until next time, and as always, go Pack Go.